There is no name like the name of our God, because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. Someday, very soon, we will worship God around His throne. Can you imagine what that day is going to be like? Oh, I hope you're worshiping God today. And the worship of God is forever connected to the name of God. We've progressed in our study to the revelation of Jesus Christ. We've come to some of the last pages of Holy Scripture. You'll remember we began our study at Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1, "...in the beginning God." Well, as you progress through the Word of God, we come to the final book of Scripture. God reveals a number of His names that are connected to His eternal reign. And it's my contention that if these particular names are going to be important in eternity, then perhaps we should begin considering these names today. I draw your attention to Revelation chapter 19. It is the most beautiful worship gathering you've ever seen. I would challenge you today to read all of Revelation 19 for yourself. It'll do your heart good. And one of the key words in Revelation 19 is the word Alleluia. It is the same word as Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I hope today that just pondering the names of God will lead you to praise. That, that meditating on who He is and how He is revealed to us will prompt worship in your own heart. Now, in Revelation 19, there are five distinct names that I want to, to draw your attention to. The first is found in verse 6. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Do you hear this name? The Lord God omnipotent. Lord being ruler, master. God uh, this is, of course, a reference to the Creator God of the universe. You see, like bookends on the Scripture. In Genesis, He is the Creator God. In Revelation, uh, we still see the Creator God. The Creator is the Judge. Uh, but then this beautiful uh, word is added to His name here, omnipotent, all-powerful. Oh, friend, God has all power. God can do anything. He can do everything. Trust Him today. Look to Him today. And so this first name of God seen in eternity teaches us something about His ability. Uh, we are weak. He is strong. We are incapable. He is all-sufficient. He is the Lord God omnipotent. And then come to verse number 10. And I fell at His feet to worship Him. And He said unto me, See, thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And then these two words, Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So the angel doesn't receive worship. He points all worship to God. And then in verse number 11, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called, here's the second name, Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. So the first name, the Lord God Omnipotent, refers to his ability. The second name, Faithful and True, refers to his integrity. We're living in a world today where people think they have power, but they have no integrity. They think they have the ability to get something done, but they don't speak the truth and they don't do right. Our God is 
not one or the other. He's the perfection of all of His attributes. So the Lord God omnipotent is the faithful and true God. The Bible says, In righteousness He doth judge and make war. When the Lord comes on that white horse to put down every foe, when the Lord comes as the victor and the conqueror, He will do no wrong. In fact, He will make everything right because He is the faithful and true God. This thought of God's faithfulness and trustworthiness is woven all through Scripture. Uh, my mind goes to 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You can trust Him. He's faithful and just. He's faithful and true. He is the God of integrity. Here's the third name in the very next verse, verse 12. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. So the first name, Lord God Omnipotent, speaks of ability. The second name, Faithful and True, speaks of integrity. The third name is unknown. It speaks of his mystery. It means this, friend, that for everything we study and come to understand about who God is, there's always more that we do not know. If anybody tells you they understand everything and they can define every detail and all of that kind of thing, get as far away from them as you possibly can because we are finite creatures and our God is the infinite God. I've heard people preach that when we get to heaven, we'll know everything about God. I don't believe that. I don't believe you'll ever exhaust God. In fact, how boring would it be for all of eternity to know everything in a split second? The Bible doesn't say you're going to know everything. It says you will know even as you are known. It's my conviction that we're going to spend the rest of eternity going deeper and deeper into who God is. The greatest adventure of all awaits you on the other side. Why? Because there is a mystery to our God. God is a spirit. There is more to understand. And I believe in eternity God will show us more and more of Himself. Aren't you excited? We've just scratched the surface so we have His ability, we have His integrity, we have His mystery. And then the fourth name used in Revelation 19 speaks of His deity. In the next verse, verse 13, it says, And He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and His name is called the Word of God. And Word, of course, and even the definite article, The, is capitalized, The Word of God. All right, who is that? We know, of course, this is the Lord Jesus Christ. We see His vesture dipped in blood, the blood of the Lamb. Uh, the redemptive work of Christ is referred to here. Uh, but He uses this expression of deity, the Word of God, the very expression of God. How do we understand what's in somebody's mind? You have to listen to their words. The Word is the expression of thought and heart, all right? Who is Christ? He is the very expression of who God is. He is the living Word, the perfect expression. In Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Would you like to know what God is like? Listen to Jesus. Look at Jesus. John 1.1, 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So, the Word of God is a reminder of His deity. Well, let's end with one more. The fifth name found here in Revelation 19. We have... Lord God omnipotent, that's His ability. We have faithful and true, that's His integrity. We have a name written that no man knows but He Himself, that's His mystery. We have the Word of God, that's His deity. And then the fifth name is found in verse 16. And He hath on His vesture and on His thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. If you look carefully at Revelation 19, 16, you'll see it's all in capital letters. 
King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We know this is the, the same great I Am that was revealed all through the Old Testament Scriptures and the same one that came in the person of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, in the New Testament Scriptures. And in eternity, how do we see Him? We see now His royalty. You see it? His ability, His integrity, His mystery, His deity, and now His royalty. God says, let me leave you with this. I'm the King. I'm going to rule and reign. He is the King of heaven. Is He King in your heart today? He's the King of eternity. Is He the King of this day in your life? He has always been King. He will always be King. And He wants to be your King today. I want to challenge you to take these names for God that are connected to eternity and allow these names to change your life right where you live today. We are told in Acts 4 verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.